0: So a few years ago, my son, who was about eight, really, really, really wanted a dog. And he asked Mandy, my wife, if he could have a dog. And you know, she didn't want to get a dog. we We didn't want a dog. But just to kind of get him off her back, which this is something she does, she said, you can have it for Christmas because Christmas was like far away. And he was so excited and he just would count the days till Christmas And he would say, 31 days till I get my dog, 22 days till I get my dog. And, you know, I would say, Mandy, he thinks he's going to get a dog for Christmas. And she'd say, I'm not getting him a dog. And I said, I know, but you let him think that you're going to get him one. And if you told him you're going to get him a dog, you should get him a dog. And she's like, I'm not getting a dog. And then Christmas comes around and he's like, where's my dog? And then she says, I never said I was going to get you a dog. And he's like, yeah, you did, mom. He's like, no, I didn't. I said, I would start thinking about getting you a dog at Christmas. And I was like, Mandy, that is so uncool. You did not say that to him. And that is so dishonest. And he, he was devastated. I mean, he was so, so disappointed. And Mandy said, I don't want to walk a dog. I don't want to feed a dog. And I said, Mandy, I don't either, but I don't want you to have lied to him. And, you know, I'll walk the dog. I'll feed the dog. And she said, as long as I don't have to do anything, I'm okay with it. And I said, yeah, you don't have to do anything. And me and Beckett and Scarlett all agreed. I would walk the dog, he would feed the dog, and she would give the dog water. So we went to the animal shelter rescue place, and we got a dog, and it was a chihuahua. And he called it Ruffles. And Beckett loved this dog so much. I've never seen anything like it. All he would do is talk about the dog, hold the dog, pet the dog. He would do research on dogs. He would watch documentaries about dogs. He was just all about this dog and he was so perceptive and he would talk about the way the dog moved its paws and the way the dog moved its tongue. And he just really was a a keen observer of this dog and he just loved it to death. And the dog was traumatized, you know, like he had been like, you know, not treated well in the pound from which he was rescued. And Mandy wanted to go to California with the kids to this camp, this outdoor camp that she liked to go to. And Beckett hated this camp, and she insisted that he loved the camp, and he didn't. But she insisted he did, and he had to go. And she wanted me to take the dog for a month. And I said, I can't. Uh, Take the dog with you to the camp. But the camp wouldn't allow dogs. So it was decided that my sister, who lived in California, would take the dog while they were in the camp. And while the dog was at my sister's house, somebody rang the door, my sister's husband opened it, and the dog bolted. And my sister's husband ran after the dog, but he was really fast. And the dog got away. And my sister called me and said the dog had run away. And they were looking everywhere for like a week. While Mandy was at this camp, they went to every single pound in the area. They combed all the records of all the veterinary hospitals. And there was just no sign of the dog. And then finally, it was time to go back. And Mandy told Beckett that the dog had run away. And, you know, he started crying and he was just heartbroken. And he looked around for the dog in Sacramento for days. He would just walk around the neighborhoods calling the dog's name. No dog. We hired a pet psychic to try to locate the dog for us. Didn't work. It was like the biggest tragedy of his life. He loved this dog more than anything, and the dog disappeared after just like a couple months. And we were like, we gotta get him another dog. So as soon as they got back to New York, we went to the animal rescue place and we got an almost identical looking chihuahua and Becca named her Violet. And he loves her so, so much.